Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio. I ask you in Jesus' name that when he sleeps, he'll dream about Hebrews 11:6. He that cometh unto God must believe he is. I ask you that if he wakes up in the nighttime, that Hebrews 11:6 will be standing at the foot of the bed, staring him in the face. I ask you that in the daytime as he walks around, that Hebrews 11:6 will just turn round on the inside of him. Sure enough, a couple of days later, Dr. Duffield came again. Said, Brother Hagin, that little fellow's back and he wants to talk to you. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't. He said, I'll get to you this time. He's ready. I said, all right. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Today, we continue the series, The ABCs of Bible Faith by Kenneth E. Hagen. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagin's message. And he said, I, I believe you can help. And I wouldn't ask because I know how busy you are. And I know, you know that the noon meal's on the table waiting for you. But I believe you can help him. And he went on to explain that this fellow had come to his office before the meeting had ever started. And that he was 72 years of age and that he was an agnostic. Now, not an infidel or an atheist, an agnostic. You see, the atheist says there is no God. The agnostic said, well, there may be a God, but if there is, I don't know it. And so he said, I talked to him and actually prayed with him and thought I got him saved, but evidently I didn't, and he wants to talk to you. And so I said, well, all right, I'll take time with the fellow. And then he went on to explain, 72 years of age, and he's had a serious heart attack. And the heart specialist gives him no chance at all to live. He could just fall dead any minute, you see. And so I took a few moments and, and, and Dr. Duffield got, went back to get the fellow and bring him up and introduced him to me and went on his way. And, and the little fellow right at first was very calm and, and you know, and he said, uh, Brother Hagin, maybe you could help me. You know, he said, I, I, I'm not an atheist. I, I don't say that there isn't a God, uh, but I said, if there is one, I don't know it. But he said, and he went on to explain to me again that he's 72, that he'd had this heart attack, that the heart specialist said he could fall dead any minute, nothing could do, he had to die, and gave him just to, yet the very most, you know, a little while to live. And so he said, uh, if, if, if there is a God, and if the Bible is so, and if there is a heaven, you know, I want to go there. And if there is a hell, which I don't believe there is one, but if there is one, I don't want to go there. And if there is a heaven, which I don't believe there is one, I, I want to go there. And if there is a God, which I don't believe there is one, uh, well, well, I'm going to get acquainted with him. And, and if the Bible is true, and if you can prove to me that there's a God... And if you can prove to me that the Bible's true in the Word of God, then I could be saved. And if there's a heaven, I could go there. And if there's a hell, I could miss it. And if there is a heaven and I don't go there, and if there is a hell and I, I go there, uh, and, and you don't prove to me there's a God, then you're to blame for me going to hell. <laughs> and he just got to ranting and raving. I, I remembered his heart attack, and I thought, dear God, he may have another one right now. <laughs> Because that little old fellow was a jumping up and down and just, just a waving his arms and, and just the further he went, the louder he got and, 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 and you know, and, and so I just finally stopped and said, wait a minute. And he just kept blabbing, just kept going on. I said, shut up. And he just kept going on. I said, I command you to hush in the name of Jesus. So he stopped and looked at me. I said, now, first of all, Jesus did not say, go into all the world and prove to people there's a God. Jesus did not say, Go into all the world 
and prove to people the Bible so. Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. The good news that Jesus came and died and rose from the dead and ascended on high and sat down at the right hand of the Father and eternal life and redemption, the new birth belongs to every man and every woman in this world and it belongs to you. Now I said, I'm very busy. The pastor told you and my wife's waiting and the food's on the table right now because I'm prone many times, as you well know, to preach overtime. <laughs> and, and, and they're waiting on me. And dinner's getting cold. And I said, besides that, you couldn't be saved anyhow. Because the Bible said in Hebrews 11, 2, or 11, 6, but without faith it's impossible to please him. And he that cometh unto God must believe he is. You don't believe he is, so you couldn't come to him anyway. Goodbye. Turned around and walked out a side door. And as I went out that side door of the church, I looked back that this little fellow, he's standing there bewildered and he shook his fist at me <laughs> and stuck his tongue out. <laughs> yeah, he did. I didn't make that up. He did. He fat did. Shook his fist at me. <laughs> 72 year old man. <laughs> well, I went my way. I got in my truck. See, I had a I had a Chevrolet, three, four ton Chevrolet truck I pulled that trailer with. And so I went home. I'd drive it in the morning time, keep the battery built up in the night time. We had 98 Oldsmobile family car. We'd go to church at night in that with the family. And so I got home, had the meal, thought more and more about it. About two days later, two or three days later, Dr. Duffield came back to me and said, Brother Eggett, that little fella is back and he wants to talk to you. Now, he said, I, I, I know, you know, I, I wouldn't ask you. I'll be honest with you. But, but I believe he, he, he seems like he's mellowed and his attitude has changed. And he said, uh, and I said, all right, I, I'll, I'll do it. So, so he came. And right at first he did. He seemed like he had humbled down. He's, he's very quiet, and, you know. But he got to talking and, and it seemed like he got anointed with the wrong spirit. And he just got lit up and got to yelling and to hollering, if I go to hell, you're to blame for it. If there is a hell, I don't believe there's one. And if I miss heaven, if there is one, I don't believe there's one, you're going to be to blame for it. Because you haven't proven to me that there's a Bible, that the Bible's true. And you haven't proven to me that there's a God. Now, if you can prove to me the Bible is the word of God and that there is a God, then I could be saved. And if there is a heaven, I could go there. And if there is a hell, I could miss it. And on and on he went. And I just, just stopped him again commanded him to shut up in the name of Jesus. Had to. Ask him a time or two nicely to shut up and he wouldn't do it. So I just commanded him in Jesus' name, shut up! Had to get loud because he's got loud. And he shut up. And I said to him again, I said, you know, the, the, our, our noon meal, we eat our main meal another day. It, my wife's wondering where I am right now because I've run over again. <laughs> it's past 12 o'clock. And, and, and then I took up the offering. See, and I ought to be there. She's wondering right now. The meals are getting cold. I don't have, have time to argue and fuss with you whether there is a God or not. I don't have time to debate with you and argue and fuss about the matter whether the Bible's the word of God or not. God did not tell me to go into all the world and argue and fuss and debate with people whether there is a God or whether there isn't one. He didn't tell me to go into all the world and argue and fuss with people and debate with people whether, whether the Bible is the word of God and whether it's true or not. He just said, go preach the gospel. Just go tell them the good news. And he that believeth, see, there's going to be some of them believe it. And his baptized shall be saved. And he that believeth not, there's some of them that's not going to believe, are going to be damned, he said. 
And then I said to him again, besides that, you couldn't be saved anyway. I said, Hebrews 11.6 says, He that cometh unto God must believe that he is. Without faith it's impossible to please him. And he that cometh unto God must believe he is. Well, you don't believe God is. You don't believe there is a God. You don't believe God is. So you couldn't come to him anyhow. Goodbye, I'll see you. And I went out that side door, got in my truck, went home. But as I walked down the side of that church to get to the, my car, my heart went out to that little fellow. 72 years old. Severe heart condition. The heart specialist is, has given up on him. He could fall dead any minute. And, and, and if he falls dead any minute, he doesn't know God. He's going to hell. There is a hell. I know that. And so I said, dear Lord, with tears I said it. Dear Lord, the word of God said faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. At least I did give him one scripture. I gave him Hebrews eleven six. Without faith it's impossible to please him. He that cometh unto God must believe that he is. Take that verse, dear Lord, I said, and open his heart. I ask you in Jesus' name that when he sleeps, he'll dream about Hebrews eleven six. He that cometh unto God must believe he is. I ask you that if he wakes up in the nighttime, that Hebrews eleven six will be standing at the foot of the bed, staring him in the face. I ask you that in the daytime as he walks around, that Hebrews eleven six will just turn round on the inside of him. Sure enough, a couple of days later, Dr. Duffield came again. Said, Brother Hagin, that little fellow's back and he wants to talk to you. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't. He said, I'll get to you this time. He's ready. I said, all right. And he came, the fellow came just so humble, just so meek and quiet and said to him, Brother Hagin, I don't want to argue. I don't want to fuss. I don't want to debate. I don't want you to prove anything to me. He said, you know what? I said, what? He said, you know that verse of scripture you gave me? I can tell you where it's found. Hebrews eleven six. <laughs> I can tell you what it said. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh unto God must believe that he is. And that he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. And he said, you know what? I said, what? Why, he said at night, the last two nights, nearly all night long, I dreamed about that verse. <laughs> two or three times he said, I woke up. And it seemed like that verse of scripture was standing at the foot of the bed, staring me in the face. And the last two days walking around, wherever I am, that just seemed to be churning around on the inside of me. And he said, I thought about it. Well, I want to come to God. And the, the scripture said, he that cometh unto God must believe he is. And so if I want to get to God, I've got to start believing he is. He said, I want you to know, sir, I believe God is. I believe there is a God. I believe God is. Now he said, tell me what to do next. Why, in a few moments' time, we had him born again. Hallelujah. A little later on, I laid hands on him. He's baptized. The Holy Ghost began speaking with other tongues. I laid hands on him and ministered healing to him. We closed the meeting and went our way. The next year, January of 1957, we were back in the same church. Only difference is Dr. Duffield had gone to Vancouver, B.C., uh, Canada, and was pastor of the first four-square church there, and we'd been up there and preached for him for three weeks. And now then, uh, Brother Johnson was pastor of this church. And so we, we got there and we stayed in the pastorate with the pastor and his wife, my wife and I. And one of the first things Brother Johnson said to him, said, Brother Hagin, 
Now, of course, he wasn't there last year, but he knows about it now. He said, the little fella uh, that, uh, and he called his name, that got saved last year. You know him? I said, uh, I don't know who you talking Oh, he said uh, he had a severe heart condition. He was an agnostic. Oh, I said, yeah, I remember him. I remember Well, he said he got saved here and baptized with the Holy Ghost, and he got healed. He went back to the same heart specialist, and he couldn't find a thing wrong with his heart. In fact, he said, you've got a brand new heart. He said that Dr. Tome said, I'll tell you one thing, somebody up there likes you. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month's special offer is from the message series by Ken Hagan, Principles for Building Strong Faith, and the paperback book, What Faith Is by Kenneth E. Hagan. Both can be yours for the discounted price of $14.95, regularly $26.95. That's a $12 savings. Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. On April? April the 20th and the, through the 22nd is, uh, is Rainbow Con- College Weekend. Rainbow College Weekend. That's right. This is where you can come and go to a class and just see what it's all about. And, uh, and so you can, all of this information is available there at Rainbow.org too if you want to know about Call today to get this month's special faith-building offer, Ken Hagen's Principles for Building Strong Faith, and the paperback book, What Faith Is, by Kenneth E. Hagen. Both can be yours for the discounted price of $14.95. The number is 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, the ABCs of Faith. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.